Welcome to Big Ben and K-Win on NoFilter.net. I'm K-Win. He's James Rehorn. Big Ben out on vacation. James Rehorn, our San Francisco correspondent, filling in. What's going on? Happy to be here. Uh, it's 85 degrees in San Francisco today. Uh, and instead of sitting at a bar outside watching this game and enjoying it, I'm sitting in doing a podcast with you. So couldn't be more thrilled. Being that I lived in San Francisco, I can understand the desire to go to Green Sports Bar, bus stop, but the fact that you threw it all away to hang out with me in Big Ben's absence, I appreciate that. Yeah, the man of my word. Love it. So we're game four here, just tipped off. My first question to you, is this a must win for the Warriors? Absolutely. I mean, it's you can come back from three one. I don't, you know, want to really bring up that whole thing. Last thing that happened, so it's doable. But got to win tonight. Got to win on the road. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it's must win, but uh, it definitely provides a little extra comfort over the next couple of days, uh, rather than just basically having every game be a game seven until it yeah. is a game seven. Yeah, I mean, they need to just – I feel like they've made it this far, and they haven't really fully clicked and been playing that well yet. I mean, shots just aren't dropping. So, I mean, everyone's talking like they're dead and the Celtics are unbeatable, but Warriors just – they just don't have shots dropping. You're right. I mean, Clay missed up until January, and then when he got back, Steph got hurt, and Wiggins missed some time. So, I mean, there's no excuses at this point. Yeah, But you're right, they haven't played a lot of basketball together this year. Yeah, it's, it's just even in the, throughout the playoffs, like they've made it this far, which is, you know, awesome. But it, it just hasn't really been, they haven't really clicked yet. Yeah, I Not like, the, you know, a few years ago when it was just every night was just, it's like watching an all-star team. Yeah. Well, and then there's some new pieces and new roles as well. Robert Williams with a big block there. But a big lineup change here in game four. Warriors down 2-1. They elect to go small and start Otto Porter Jr. from Georgetown. Yeah, interesting. I thought they would need to go bigger. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I think Kerr knows what he's doing. But, yeah, uh, yeah. interesting move. The one move that I would like to see happen. And since I'm sitting on my couch and I'm not coaching the Warriors and there's no, no pressure on, I can say it. I want to see Jonathan Kaminga in there. Yeah. If you've noticed the first couple games, the Celtics are bigger and more athletic and no knock on Looney or Draymond, but they're getting up there in age, put in some fresh legs to mix it up. And what I like about Kaminga is, is on ball pick and rolls movement. He's diving to the rim for a lob. If they go out to get to the shooters, which they'll do, that could be some easy buckets that the Warriors definitely need. Like he just needs more minutes. Yeah. Warriors down 11-4, Steph Curry. And that was that last one is what I'm talking about. Just wide open three for Jordan Poole. And they're just – shots just aren't dropping for him. Another one. Yeah. Wow. So I was talking to my brother today, and I was talking about Draymond. Like, I love me some Draymond. He's the heart and soul of the team. But he can't score two points in game one or two points in game three. 
he's got to give them more, whether that's transition, rebounds, putbacks, like just find a way to get yeah, to 10 I to mean, 15 points. It's it's not what he's in there to do is, and that's what he'll, you know, I'll always say that, but it's not his job to score points when you got all those other guys on the floor that can score. It's his job to just play defense, get rebounds and feed them the ball. But, you know, again, there's, you know, even last year and the year before, and they're, they, when they would leave him open for three, he would drop them. Yeah. So he's just not taking those. No. Well, and especially when you have Wiggins, Steph, Clay in, and then you have Looney and Draymond, the Boston defense, they don't have to honor any outside shooting or anything that Looney and Draymond would do on offense. So that's why they're just loading up on the stars and why Clay has had such a hard time because they're forcing him off the ball or there's a guy there if he does get by his man. Yeah. I mean, and Draymond can hit those too. Just needs to pull the trigger. Yeah. Going back to Clay. So he struggled game one, game two. And before going to game three, everyone's saying Clay slumping. How does he get out of the slump? In an interview, Clay, authentic Clay, I love him, says he goes back and Googles Clay Thompson highlights to watch, to get his mind right, to see him stroking the net and to get back into the groove. So my question to you, James Rehorn, when you were younger playing sports, what would you do to get out of slumps? Uh, one, love that for Clay, just watching highlights, get, getting that confidence back. Um, when I was younger playing sports, uh, my athletic ability didn't allow me to get uh, really much even even into high school. So I'd have to go way back uh, to, That's you know, fair. junior high, younger than that. Um, and again, with my athletic ability, I was pretty much always slumping. <laughs> so uh, not a lot I could do. I think I would play better when, you know, you put more pressure on yourself, especially in big games like this, when you, you know, you get all worked up and you think you need to play perfect, but the less, not the less you care, but the more you relax and just be yourself and have that confidence, things just go the way they're supposed to. Yeah. I think Reggie Miller has a saying, shoot to get hot, shoot to stay hot. And Clay's got a track record in this league. He's one of the top 75 NBA players of all time, in my opinion. It's just a matter of time, as we saw, for him to find his rhythm. So I don't think it was necessarily the YouTube highlights. I just think he got a couple shots early, and he got into rhythm, and the rest was history. I think he's the second-best three-point shooter of all time, isn't he? Yeah, behind his backcourt playmate, Steph Curry. Yeah, if, if he didn't play on the same team as Steph, everyone would be talking about, about what a huge star he is. But he's, I think exactly. every year he's casually had the second-most threes in the NBA, and he's second all-time on the list. Might be wrong on that. Stat check that, but it's uh, it's it's up there. I think he's, I think he's second in playoffs, maybe. But I think James Harden has more than him, just because he chucks it up and he's been around for a long time. Uh, ooh, hit on Wiggins there. As we go to commercial break here, I got a question. Another one for you. Who had the worst week? Was it A, the Anaheim Angels, B, the PGA Tour Commissioner, or C, the Cleveland Browns? Um, I'm going to have to go with PGA Tour Commissioner. 
because Angels, there's a lot of games. Anything can happen. No one even really cares about baseball yet until <laughs> too many games. Long season. They they'll, they should they might be okay. Who who really cares? Uh, and Joe Madden's doing fine. He's been fired before. He's I'm sure doesn't really care. He'll he's got plenty of money. He'll probably get another job if he wants one. Yeah. Um, Browns. Uh, it's just another day. Browns fans, really, unfortunately. Uh, but the PGA Tour, it went from this whole live golf thing went from being. Can you explain this thing for me? Because when I saw golf live LIV, I'm like, are these players just going to Miami to get bottle service? Like, what's going on here? I don't play yeah, golf. So... I'm not a big golf fan. So break it down for me. Uh, so basically, it's a new golf league. Um, and it's funded by some guys out of Saudi Arabia and everyone, the whole, everyone on golf channel is super against it because they, you know, work for the PGA tour basically. Yeah. Uh, and so it's everyone that's anti this league is it's kind of become like a nationalistic thing, mm -hmm. but they're paying guys hundreds of millions of dollars to come over and just play in this league. And guys that I saw a stat that Tiger Woods career earnings, $121 million. Uh -huh. Dustin Johnson's live contract, 125. Wow. So why would you not go? And as a professional athlete, your job is to make money playing sports. Yeah. And when you don't have to have that pressure of, you know, performing week in, week out, it's if someone just hands you a check, says, show up. I would absolutely do that. They have I I fully support live golf. It's competition. It's no longer monopoly with the PGA tour. Mm -hmm. It's competition. Competition's good. It's, you know, it's capitalism. So I'm fully on board with live golf. Um, yeah, I love it. I didn't realize the bag was that big. 120 million. I mean, you I think he's consider he's that. one of the top ones. I don't think every yeah. player is getting that much. Um, so there's a handful of big names that are probably like, you know, depending how into golf, any five to 15 big names that have gone. Yeah, um, well, I think Mickelson's won. It's a lot of the top golfers, if I'm right. Yeah. So I feel like the PGA Tour commissioner is a little bit hamstrung. It's like, do I find my players? Do I suspend my players? These are the same players they they've represent. Anymore. They've said you can no longer compete on the PGA Tour. And I think Phil kind of had an open... Is that indefinitely or until indefinitely they Indefinitely like... until something changes. Like the PGA Tour is going to die now. Yeah. Because these guys have endless amounts of money and any golfer that wants to come over, they're like, here's a check. That's true. So I get why the PGA tour was so scared and tried to create this narrative of how evil this league was. Cause it's going to destroy them, which is definitely sad, but it's, you know, competition's good. Yeah. Competition's great. They could bring, some I agree with you in that golf. Cleveland. It's just another week in Cleveland. There's something always going on with the Browns. Like, Baker Mayfield, he's the next right-handed Steve Young. He's going to take him to the playoffs. No, he's not. Mr. Progressive can't throw the ball down the field and he's injured. Then it's, oh, they're going to get OBJ. He doesn't pan out. He goes to Los Angeles with the Super Bowl. So this Deshaun Watson thing, it isn't news to me. And there was so much risk there that I just don't know what they were doing or thinking because I don't think they're going to get to see – Watson full full term full length 
And I think it's going to come to bite them because they basically pushed Baker out, who was a good enough quarterback to get them to the playoffs, to get them back in the hunt. And they went all in on someone who's got criminal charges and a lingering dust allegation, a cloud hanging over him. Yeah, I mean, I thought that was all kind of cleared up. So when he was became a you know free agent, essentially, when he was on the market or on the trade block, I was hoping the Seahawks would go get him. Yeah. And now, I, I mean, I didn't know the extent to everything. I, you know, I just thought it was like a witch hunt in, in the Texans mm-hmm. organization because everyone wants out of there and then they <laughs> finally had enough of it. And, but I don't know. And again, I haven't read into it too much. So a lot of it may be true. That's very sad if it is. But um, yeah, at the time I was hoping the Seahawks would get him. But now it's like, oh, okay, Dodge one there. Yeah, it's almost like it it kind of went away and I didn't do enough due diligence to research it. But as soon as he signed the contract, more accusations came out and more people start talking. And I'm starting to think like this is not going to go away. I guess he had like 66 massages over an extended period of time. And I think there's 20 plus allegations. So it's not like it's like one or two allegations, women looking for money. It's I don't want to speak on his business, but there's a lot out there. Yeah. Uh, how many did Robert Kraft have? Uh, well, I think Robert Kraft, it may have been consensual as he paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> Warriors getting back in the game, 14-12. Boston has gotten out fast every game. There was a stat before game three that I think the Celtics only won like two quarters in the first two games because they've gotten out fast. And Jalen Brown. Game three, I think the Warriors dominated the third quarter. Yeah, that's been the difference. The box has been the third quarter. Come back. Celtics fans, rowdy. So we got Jalen Brown, Cal Bears, we got Derek White, University of Colorado Boulder, we got Looney UCLA, we got Clay Washington State, we got Peyton Pritchard Oregon, we got Andre Iguodala Arizona. The Pac-12 is representing here, James. Big West Coast game. Yes. Got Looney in now. Draymond playing. So Draymond, he's got four T's this postseason. If he gets to seven, it's a one-game suspension. We're in game four here. Money line bet, $200. Draymond gets a T tonight. Are you taking that bet or you pass it on that bet? I think – I think – I don't know. Like, I, it's a – You'd have to put it – that's right on the money there. Oh, my God. Look at Dave Portnoy getting in Draymond's face. Um, I, I think that Steve Kerr's yeah. got to be harping him about, like, remember the last time you got suspended the one game and look what happened? So I think he's – that, and that's why you saw him, you know, as he said, he played soft and – didn't play well in game three, but I think 
a lot of times it's just out of Draymond's control. It's, it, you know, he can do something that any other guy would do. And because he's Draymond Green, he gets teed up for it. Yeah. Did and you see that stat? He's got 17 fouls and 15 points. Yeah. So, I mean, I think I say, yes, he gets it. I think he gets teed up. I think he kind of needs to to get everyone fired up. I agree. I think well, he gets get teed out of the up way. because, like you said, it's not a must win, but the Warriors don't want to go down 3-1. He'll get the crowd going. He'll get his team going. And when they see his energy, they'll take off. So I'm saying he's getting a T this game, and he's getting a T next game. He's going to roll the dice because that's what he's got to do to be successful. He's got to flirt with danger every single night, and he's going to do it tonight and tomorrow. If, yeah. I don't know what the right situation is. I was going to say, like, if they're down double digits in the fourth, just go and get one and get everyone fired up. But <laughs> it's like a baseball manager getting tossed out of a game to just rile everyone up. But yeah. I don't, that's even – that's kind of risky to it. I don't know. Like, I think – I could see him going and getting one. But it, yeah. it's probably going to be something dumb that shouldn't even deserve a technical that, again, I'm pretty biased because I'm a Draymond fan and, you know, Warriors fan, obviously. So I feel mm -hmm. like the refs kind of pick on him. I'm probably in the minority group that feels that way. <laughs> I think he – I think, I think he definitely does get some fouls because of his history, his track record. But I also do think he gets some preferential treatment too. I think it depends on the officials. Because some officials, I'll be watching games and he's yelling and screaming and mouthing off as he goes down the court, go. nothing. Other officials like Scott Foster, they're teeing up as soon as he looks at him. Yeah. in the game so i think it was i think it was game two when he did i don't remember what he did but the commentators were talking about like how a good official will know the difference and be like okay is this worth a technical because he's getting tossed if yeah if this is, or flagrant or whatever it was um and they had a disagreement in the booth of like the good commentators say or the good referees will say this is on the line that I, this guy doesn't deserve to be tossed for that. Or yeah. the other guy was saying, no, a good official has no bias and is saying no matter what rules are rules. But I think because it's the finals, you got to look at that and be like, that was a foul, but like, does he need to be tossed out of the gate? Like, was it like over the top? Should he be tossed for this? Exactly. Like you don't want to get in, get in the way of the, outcome of the nba finals right? right like we'll go back to 2016 the whole lebron draymond thing draymond gets a t gets suspended misses it and then the warriors lose yeah and so wow steph curry get it the same thing could be said i think you're like 15 seconds behind me on this game oh you already saw that <laughs> you're seeing steph get to his bag shake up horford bang bang i'm in commercial right now Wow. 6.30 here. Why don't we wrap up here in a little bit. Before we wrap up, a couple things I want to talk about. Big Ben is out in Denver right now playing golf. He's on a golfing adventure. Do you think Big Ben will get a call from the PGA Tour commissioner when he gets back to Seattle, inviting him 
to replace Dustin Johnson on tour? Um, is he's got the he, he can drive it just about the same. Um, okay. maybe there's a lot of guys that can. I you know I say why not at this point. <laughs> I don't know what Ben's handicap is the uh, current at the moment, but there's probably a lot of guys in line before him. <laughs> I think there are. If the Warriors do win this, Big Ben and I might have to come visit you in San Francisco so we can go on the parade and yeah. hang out. I mean, come down when it comes back, what, in a couple of days? I think it comes back. I'm talking about when they win it, the parade, the victory parade, the floats. If we get I'm a game have your seven baby here, on my shoulders. Is it a if boy we get or girl? A game seven here, come down for that. Boy or girl, baby boy or girl? Mine? Yeah. Boy. Boy's going to be on the shoulders <laughs> with a Kaminga jersey because we're we're changing the guard. Kaminga and Wiseman next year. That's what not everyone's talking about. Like, depending on the outcome, which I hopefully it is a win and a championship, the Warriors will have another big in Kaminga along with Wiseman and that extra experience that both of them have going into next year. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be, yeah, similar team, but, you know, a little bit younger and more experienced. A little bit younger, more experienced. Well, let's wrap up here. I got to go pick up my dog here. You got to probably put down your baby. Big Ben, K-Win, James Rehorn, every week, nofilter.net. You can watch us live. If you miss us live, you can go back into the vault. You can click and watch our videos on demand anytime. If you like the audio and you prefer the audio, download, listen, subscribe to get your podcast, Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, Podbeam, iHeart, Pandora. We're everywhere at WST underscore podcast, Instagram and Twitter. And James, we are now on TikTok at Big Ben K. Wynn. And we're out. <sighs> Thanks for coming on. Thanks. All right. So, yeah. Go Warriors. Go Dubs. <laughs>